right, so we have got to talk about the other seasonal depression, and that is summertime depression. I know a lot of people tend to think of seasonal depression uh, associated with the wintertime and the winter blues. I have a great video on that if you want to check that out. I have my own theories about seasonal depression. To be clear, seasonal depression is not an actual diagnosis. It's more of a general term to describe when different depressive episodes tend to perk up or peak up for us, but summertime is definitely not immune to a depression or depressive episode. So if you struggle with depression spikes in the summertime, even when the sunshine is out and bright, uh, you are in the right spot. I'm going to be sharing five different strategies to help you cope with summertime depression in this video today. So the very first thing that I want you to do is to actually get up. If you are watching this video, I'm going to assume that you are sitting down or in bed and I want you to actually get up and move your body and move around a little bit. And that's because movement creates energy and gives signals to our brain and our mood that we need to motivate or activate something else rather than just keeping things as is. That right there will help to jumpstart a little bit of a mood change or a mood shift in your dynamic. I would highly, highly recommend in the summertime, especially if you are a student and you are not actively in school or have an obligation or commitment to wake up at a certain time every day, I would highly recommend that when you do wake up that you make use of this coping strategy, which is to physically get up and stay up for a little while. I would try to make it um, at least 20 minutes and then check in before you go straight back into bed, but that should be enough to at least give you some motivation and energy to keep going about your day or to motivate yourself to take some other actions, which will really, really help with your depressed mood. The second thing that I want you to do is to brush your teeth. <laughs> Y'all know how I feel about dental hygiene. I think it is super, super important. I think that it makes a difference in how we physically feel, but also when our, our teeth and our mouths look good and feel good, I don't know, it just like helps kind of boost your mood a little bit. Now you don't have to have perfect teeth. You don't have to brush your teeth perfectly every single time, but I'm sure that your dentist and especially your dental hygienist will appreciate you making an effort to brush your teeth even some of the time. Though for real, like try to make it twice a day. The third thing that I want you to consider doing is to join a group. Now y'all know I am partial to therapy groups, especially for teenagers. Oh, I should have introduced myself. So my name is Mallory Grimsey. I am a mental health therapist. I'm licensed to practice in the states of Connecticut and New York, but I also really like making these videos for y'all, especially right now. There's a huge value on mental health and mental health treatment and support, which means that there's a lot of therapists that are overblocked, myself included. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why I started offering therapy groups even before the pandemic, because this gripping of creating connection and solidarity and understanding amongst other people can really help validate our own experience. It can also help kind of reality check a little bit that maybe we are making more progress than we realize. It is really, really cool when you can offer support or help or guidance to other people and see that reflected back for us too. There's actually this concept of the 200% rule. When you give or do something to somebody else, it can actually improve your mood 
renewed by 200% because not only are you getting the satisfaction and like good energy boost of doing something kind or good for somebody else, but when you can see that reception reflected back to you um, and seeing the impact, you're getting that 100% back too. Joining a group, whether it is in actual therapy group or something like more low-key, it could be joining a sports team, it could be joining an art class, it could be just reaching out to your friends and making an effort to hang out in person if that is possible and doable. But even a virtual online hangout can be effective and helpful too. Just feeling connected and part of something and something where they're expecting you to show up and they're going to notice and feel when you aren't there, it's gonna help to motivate and improve your mood or depression over the summertime. One of the things that I think causes a spike in that feeling of disconnection for teenagers in particular is not having that built-in friend time throughout the school day. Now I know schools, like the primary focus is education. I know, I get that. But let's be real, like you also get social time with your friends and your friend group. So making an effort to maintain or continue some sort of community or social interaction is going to help to improve your depressed mood in the summertime. So I say all the time that when it comes to emotion regulation, you've got to take care of your basic self-care needs. These are taking care of your sleep, taking your medication as prescribed. If that is something that um, you struggle with, talk to your prescriber. I'm sure they have a lot of good strategies around that. Focusing on one thing at a time, moving your body, and of course, course, taking care of your nutrition, which is where eating something is hugely, hugely impactful. I am somebody who, if I do not eat throughout the day, or if I do not eat nutritiously, uh, it definitely negatively impacts my mood. It's one of what I call my emotional vulnerabilities. So if that is something for you, which I think it is for most of us, I mean, food helps to fuel us and give us energy, which is usually what's lacking when we're feeling depression. Eating something can make a difference. Though, of course, you want to make sure that you're not overeating or eating in a way that is triggering or upsetting to anything in your process. If you struggle with knowing, you know, what to eat or how to eat, uh, linking up with a registered dietitian or a nutritionist, especially one who understands the mood and relationship connection to food, is going to be really, really key. But you can also talk to a mental health therapist who specializes in this area as well. One of the things that can make us stay feeling depressed is not being able to see or notice our future. When we're not connected or like it just seems so obscure or like unachievable from what our ideal future self could be or what we're working towards, it can keep us feeling depressed. So taking some time to visualize your future is going to actually help to shift your depressed mood. And the more that you visualize it, the clearer the steps that you need to take to get you one step closer to that ideal life. And it may help to motivate you to start making some changes or taking some action. If you'd like to walk through how to visualize your perfect day, I've got a great mindfulness video that you can practice with me. I do it live on video with y'all. Well, not live, but it's pre-recorded. Uh, you can check that out right over here. Thanks for watching.